0: And good morning, and welcome to VSA Capital's five-minute morning miner. It's uh, Thursday, August the 12th, and as anybody who was listening yesterday knows that Paul Rinkin has gone on holiday, and we've got Ollie O'Donnell, our head of research and also mining analyst, this morning. Morning, Ollie. How you doing? Morning, Andrew. Yeah, very
1: well, thanks. Well-earned break for Paul. How are you? Uh,
0: yeah, no, pretty good. Um, got my bicycle tyres pumped up to very full pressure last night, so good cycle ride in this morning. Much better with very high pressure tyres. <laughs> Anyway, let's crack on with a bit of mining news. Why don't we start with actually one that used to be talked a lot about in London, Caledonian Mining, which obviously is the Zimbabwe-based gold producer. But it doesn't really get talked about anymore. It seems that all the trade has moved over to America with its OTC quote. But anyway, they've had some figures. What what were they like, Ollie? Uh,
1: Well, the figures are very good. um, But the share price performance this year is pretty bad. Q2 revenue, thirty million dollars, up thirty-one percent. EBITDA of uh, ten million dollars, sort of double, and cash flow, operating cash flows, trebled to thirty million dollars. Um, the dividend's been increased, but the share price is down thirty-nine percent year to date. Um, those higher revenues came off the high gold price, obviously but also um, an 8% increase in production to 30,000 ounces. And it looks like they've got room to increase it more with guidance that they're on track for 61 to 67 for the full year. Uh, now, obviously, pressed metals haven't performed strongly this year, but now you're seeing how we're in a sort of different uh, paradigm for the for the metal prices um, and so when you're producing an AISC of $1000 an ounce the margins are significantly stronger and earnings year on year for some time are going to be much higher. Um, if you look at precious metals against commodities they're now at their lows so I think the sector is is pretty undervalued. Hmm. I mean, it's interesting, you, you, the share price performance, because that
0: ties in a little bit what I, I said at the beginning. The stock this morning is unchanged. I mean, as you say, it's had a pretty terrible year to date, but actually it's even worse than that. If you go back to um, 12 months ago, uh, to sort of the end of July uh, 2020, the stock price was up at about um, 1,900. Today it's at 880. 8, 8, um, so I mean, it's had a tremendous fall. Uh, and as you say, Ed, it's performing, and yet you know, it's all UK shareholders seem to have gone, and that's why it's underperforming. Uh, and they've taken this sort of US stance, and I, I don't, um, I'm not quite sure what they're trying to achieve here, because as you say, it's, it's, it's good company, throwing off cash, paying out a dividend. Uh, I'd be intrigued. So, um, we do know the management actually, but if if they're listening to this, then do give us a call and explain all. With, you know, I'm fascinated.
1: Anyway, uh, what else we got? Uh, today? Uh Well, if we. Stay in Africa on gold. Um, Pan African announced a a new three year wage deal, Um, and I I think this is going to be something you've got to keep a close eye on in in mining. Obviously, wage negotiations in South Africa are a sensitive issue, especially when you're dealing with the unions, Um, but a three year at 5% uh, increase Per annum looks a sort of fair deal and I think the key thing is that it's been linked to CPI so if it goes below four percent or above seven and a half then there's a right to renegotiate um, obviously inflation is now um, everyone's looking at it and so that's going to be something that, that probably features and I would I would think that even if it doesn't get to seven and a half percent there'll be Um, probably pressure to to renegotiate even if it's sort of six Um, but that is going to be something you increasingly see whether it's in South Africa or South America or or anywhere where there's sort of unionized mining workforces.
0: Mm. And I think the other thing actually I mean it's interesting when we're looking at South African companies we obviously look at the currency as well I mean, you know, I'm sure South Africans feel that the RAND at 20 to the pound is is too cheap. But actually, it's interesting, I mean, the RAND a year ago and sort of five years ago, it was 24 to the pound. And the way South Africa is at the moment, you would imagine that actually it ought to be even weaker. Uh, so I wouldn't be at all surprised. I'm, I'm surprised by the strength the RAND has been showing recently. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see the RAND weaken in the next um, 12 months, more so, which will obviously put pressure on the the Listed companies' earnings in London.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you, you, you'll see that through in, inflation as well, um, and costs for mining companies will will start to go up mm. with with the commodity prices. It's not uh, your cost base isn't going to stay flat, unfortunately. No. All right. Any other company news? Uh, well, just one thing to note from Gemfields: they look like they had a good auction. Um, for their commercial quality, it was record prices. Um, there's not a lot to compare it to because the last one was in um, in the midst of, well, just before COVID in February 2020, and their last post-COVID auction uh, was higher quality emeralds but also showed a very strong increase. So I think we can start to see that actually there is some a bit of a price trend but it could still just be inventory working its way through the system uh, on the back of covid mm. but the interesting thing from that is that it was an online auction entirely which looks to be the way that all of these precious stone markets are moving yeah we've been seeing that
0: on the emerald market as well haven't we
1: yeah 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 lucar have made big effort to Um, to transition to to online away from face-to-face.
0: Matt, maybe just finally, uh, Ollie, worth touching base, the the TIN prices is is running away yet again today, Um, now hitting sort of $37,000, which is up from, you know, $17,500 12 months ago, so it's doubled in the last uh, 12 months or so. Uh, Any any thoughts on that?
1: yeah, I mean it's it's still a really tight market. Um, I think if you look at demand, that's being driven by electronics. Um, is there going to be a slowdown in 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 demand for products that require chips? Um, not if we're planning to change our lifestyles um, dramatically. Um, and then on the supply side, um, there's there's just not a lot coming on. If you look at the listed companies, their incremental contributions over the next few years are all single digits. Um, The only group that I think have a a double digit increase 10,000 tons is Metals X and that's not until 2025. So adding new supply, these companies have been unloved for years and have had no uh, investment really to, to explore. So to bring on new production in a meaningful way is going to be really difficult, and I think if you look at, obviously we're at record highs in the tin price at the moment, but if you look at when tin has um, gone on runs in the past, it's not just a 12-month thing and and then it falls away. Obviously, if you look at the price chart, then it looks very dramatic with spikes that are, that are volatile, but if you then look at the, The time that that's actually taken when you zoom in the last run was two years. The run before that was three years and these from uh, lows and the prices then doubled, trebled. Quadrupled um, and each time to record highs. So as you say, we're, we're 12 months into this run, but there's no reason that can't run for longer, particularly with such a shortage of uh development projects in the pipeline.
0: Mm. I mean you know it's going to get uh, all the, the Cornish guys excited isn't it because Cornwall's full of tin Cornwall you know poldark and all that sort of stuff it's not all poldark actually I, I say that slightly in jest but I mean Cornwall is full of tin um so there's going to be a lot of excitement down there um but it's certainly one we we all need to keep a close eye on because again as, as you say it's 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 supply and demand in this case uh and of course we're seeing these huge bottlenecks starting to occur in supply chains i noticed this morning that china has just closed its ningbo uh, Sushan port which i think is the third largest export port in china Uh, closed it because of covid and this is going to cause all sorts of issues which will drive commodity prices as well so very interesting all right should we call it a day there Ollie it's quite a long time we'll talk again tomorrow speak to you soon cheers